Hello and welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast. I'm Craig Moorhead. And I'm Sean Harwell, and this is the show where we talk about the movies that have fallen through our cracks. That is right, Sean. And today we have uh, a mini-episode, sort of a year-end capper episode. And uh, uh, Sean, what do we do on these mini-episodes? Well, we throw a couple of uh, chestnuts on an open fire. Oh, I like that. Even a closed fire. Just a fire. Just, yeah. Uh, We put on some good Yuletide music. Bing. And we talk about the stuff you have heard of. uh, Things that are in the news, things that are a little more current and topical than some of the movies that we pick. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that's what we're going to do today. We're going to skip doing box office because we should just assume that I think Star Wars is one through five. Um, (laughs) The week that this comes out. But yeah, it'll be the last podcast that we do this year. Um, and we'll be back in 2017 going strong. Just so everybody knows, we have a website up there, neverheardpodcast.com. We're on the Twitters, at, at, at NeverPodcast. Uh, obviously, you can uh, find us on the Facebooks as well. We have uh, a group there, Never Heard of It. So um, if you're looking to interact, suggest some movies, drop a line, let us know how you felt about one of the episodes, please do. Yeah, and um, definitely, again, tip of the hat, thank you to Alex Callahan for suggesting last week's episode of Field in England. Yes. And we would love all your suggestions, more stuff, and we hope to have a lot more guests coming in 2017. But right now, Craig, why do you say we talk about the year that was? Let's do it. All right, so keeping up with the exact theme... Of this damn podcast. I, I thought mm. it would be only appropriate for us to first admit what are the things that we are most, what are the movies that we are most ashamed of not having seen yet mm-hmm. in the last few weeks of 2016? Right. Maybe we'll sneak some of these in when we get a little bit of time off. We got kids. Right. Christmas is crazy. It is. We, we might not even see a TV, let alone turn one on. So sure. let's just, we'll be optimistic and hope that it happens between now and the next podcast. But Craig, give me a movie that you still haven't seen this year that you really want to. I'm ashamed that I didn't support certain movies that I feel like yeah. are right up my alley. <laughs> That's maybe a more appropriate way to put it. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I have more than one. The, the first one, uh, I really have no idea how it is. I haven't heard anyone talk about it, honestly, but uh, I feel like I should have seen the movie Popstar. I was going to say that one as well. That was almost on my list. Didn't quite make my top two, but yeah. Yeah. You know, I like those guys, those Lonely Island guys. I heard it was funny. Yeah. And uh, I do, I feel kind of bad too because it seemed like it just came and went super quickly. Exactly. <laughs> because of people like us, Greg. <laughs> right. The people who, the wallflowers, the people who just didn't want to step onto the dance floor. I think my first pick is kind of the same thing <laughs> and maybe even more sad because. Oh my God! Uh, these are Oscar-winning filmmakers. I, I, for me, it's Hell Caesar. Um, sure, Coen Brothers are the very top of my favorite filmmakers list, and I still haven't watched this damn movie. I don't know why. I love their light comedies um, almost as much as I love the serious drama stuff they do. I heard this one was a lot funnier than uh, it got credit for, and yeah. certainly an ode to old Hollywood, which I I like as well. I like everybody that's in it, and uh, yeah, it it came and went too. Once again, because of people like me. So, sorry, Collins. Maybe next year. I feel the same way on that one. Uh, another one for me is Don't Breathe, which, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, 
pretty much had my money in its pocket, just that I didn't actually give it to him ever. <laughs> I mean, just, I, I love the previews, and then it came out, and everybody was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, uh, that's one. Uh, I, I should have been there. I should have been there. Yeah, my number two is Knight of Cups. Um, I don't even know that this got released within 200 miles of where I live, so I don't feel <laughs> quite that bad, sure. although I know it was on demand. It's been out on video for a while. I do think it is streaming now on either Amazon or Netflix. And, yeah, Terrence Malick, I, I, I love him. I heard this one was, was really, really strong, and um, I got to see it. I, I just got to get around to watching this thing. I'm sure it's going to look beautiful, and I will love every minute of it. Um, yeah. So, sorry, Terry. Man, it's good to get this off our chests. Yeah. I know it does. It feels good. Let's let's move on to then. We don't talk about TV a whole lot. Um, obviously, we don't review a lot of TV, but um, right now it's it's ridiculous. Like it's impossible to to keep up. You know, we were talking about this question. And feel like there's probably a million answers, but for mm-hmm. me, kind of the top of my list of stuff that I haven't seen yet, and surprisingly. I, I've not heard one person say that they watch this, and that's the the Woody Allen series on Amazon, um, Crisis in Six Scenes. Oh, so wow. if I didn't you even did know that watch this, out. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, it's out. <laughs> Woody huh. Allen made a TV show, and we, you know, it's like a, it's non event. Um, that's crazy. So yeah. I, I'm at least going to do my due diligence with this one. I'm definitely going to get this one watched for 2017, or um, there will be a crisis in six parts of my brain. Hmm. Yeah, myself, I actually wrote down a bunch of stuff. Um, but the one that seems to stick out the most, because when I first heard about it, it seemed like it was just going to be some kind of campy show that was going to be, uh, you know, tr- trying to uh, get an audience by being ripped from some kind of headlines. Mm-hmm. Although the headlines are like 20 years ago. But the OJ, <laughs> the OJ yeah. show, like the, that OJ miniseries. And the number of people who have told me that that it was good and just uh, I, I don't know I I, I I'm I can't wait to watch this now. Craig, I started that one. Uh, I think I'm two or three episodes in. Yeah, that was a while ago. I got distracted by a couple other shows, but uh, yeah, seems really really super solid in those first couple episodes. Great, great work by that cast. You know, it's not necessarily again just looking at it on the face of things like hey, i don't know about this guy in that role or this person or that person mm-hmm. but man they they all kind of stepped up and it feels like the performances are really big and i like that it makes it kind of pulpy and, and a lot to chew on there um and sarah paulson is fantastic and everything she's in she plays Marsha clark yeah yeah true. so that's that's one that i definitely want to see and then you know the other one for me is i just i really want to finish black mirror i've barely started i've only seen like three episodes total and not even in order but um it's really just strikes me as being full of fantastic ideas and ruminations on technology which um that's kind of like what i like from sci-fi you know and it's sort of an ode more to the twilight zone side of things than say star trek obviously Mm -hmm. but uh it feels very relevant and even you know, aside from it being quite entertaining, and I know every episode is different, so maybe some are less entertaining than others, still feels extremely thoughtful and extremely um, insightful. And I think, you know, a, a glimpse into kind of what we were all going to be dealing with in regards to these black mirrors that we hold in our hands and stare at all day long. So, um, yeah, I, I nothing but dying to see the rest of that show. If you haven't started it, big recommendation. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think that's another one I got to dive into, and I guess sort of along the same lines is is Mr. Robot, which is another one I heard a lot about. Me too. Yeah, and I've I'm, seen and none I'm completely of that. <laughs> on the outside of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got. I'm waiting for the oh, spinoff. And, 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 Atlanta, Robot. Atlanta. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was another one. Just just hit me. Somebody else. Uh, actually, our good friend Todd Rohall was talking to me about that recently, and I was like, man. Yeah, yeah, that so, one looks really interesting. I flipped through some of it uh, just going through yeah, Dish Network, and um, it was a really bizarre episode. It felt like it was designed to be like a series of infomercials in a weird sort of way, and I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think that's the standard format each week, but um, right. just, I was like, what is this? Like, it's cool. Um, it seems <laughs> like it's, it's doing some really bold things. I got to check that out. All right, well, let's talk about things that we did check out. Um mm-hmm. Is there a movie that came out in 2016, or at least released in the U.S., um, that you did see that you would say is sort of the cream of the crop for you this year from what you've seen? Uh, that's a good question. You know, I just watched a, a movie this past week. Nine Lives? You mentioned uh, that earlier, right? Nine Lives. <laughs> oh, we gotta poor, see that. Poor nine it's lives. Not, it's not Boo or Medea Halloween. We still haven't watched that yet. Just not yet. Be clear. It will happen. Hopefully, we get it for Christmas, both of us. Just this past week, watched Keanu. Oh man, I still gotta see that. I forgot about it. Jesus. And man, yeah, it was it was exactly what I wanted. It hit every oh, sweet spot, uh, and I mean, <laughs> man. Yeah, I, I, that's another one. I, I was sold on it from the moment I saw that trailer. I was like, "That's yeah, that's the movie that I want to watch this year right now." <laughs> um, man, yeah, that was really good. That was really good. And and uh, I got to throw out there uh, Uncle Ken Two, which uh, Todd Rohall directed. Of course, that was one of the most enjoyable in theater screenings easily of the year. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, I can't say enough about that. Like, definitely seek that out because that's that's really good. What about you? Uh, well, I you know, I still obviously have a ton I need to see, and we'll get to that. Really, really enjoyed the Lobster, the movie with Colin Farrell, yeah. directed by, and I'm probably going to butcher the name, but it's Yorgos Lanthimos, the Greek director that did Perfect. Dogtooth. Mm-hmm. If you saw Dogtooth. Again, that's fantastic. That's from a couple years back. Really heartily recommend that movie. Um, Lobster is a different animal, but I get it. Sorry, that was a terrible pun. Uh, didn't even mean that. <laughs> it's it's just a really clever premise. It's really uh-huh. sad. It reminds me of Charlie Kaufman in a way that also sort of taps into the what is it like the depression of Charlie Kaufman stuff. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just just really, really interesting, clever, good, strong performances. Colin Farrell's great. Uh, John C. Riley's in there. He's really good. Uh, it could be one that you'll love or hate. I, I definitely recommend going and looking at, uh, like, you know, if you go on iTunes or Google Play or wherever, just read the reviews that people are leaving for this movie who I think were maybe a little unaware of what they were getting into. And boy, they did not enjoy it. I love that. But um, I, uh, I'll i go toe-to-toe with those people. Um, they're wrong. The lobster was great. <laughs> so see that. I thought it would also be interesting to, to maybe talk about because obviously – most of the movies that you and I are watching on this podcast 
are you know not remotely from this year, although we've had a few, which has been great. Um, but is it there, was there a movie that was not from this year that that you really enjoyed seeing? Whether that's something that you'd seen before or just maybe seen for the first time. Were the, I, I'm kind of curious too, like if there was one that you felt like you finally checked off your list of all. And if not, that's okay. I got one of those that I was like, okay, finally I watched this damn movie. But um, yeah, what's something from non-2016? This is one that, I mean, I feel like a lot of people saw in film school actually, and I never, never even came close to seeing it. Um, maybe even screened it. I, I don't know. But um, uh, The Hidden Fortress, the Kurosawa mm-hmm. movie um, that, you know, I, I've heard forever is you know partially where lucas got some inspiration for star wars from and and those inspirations are completely obvious and uh but it, it's a really funny movie was there a george R. character in there uh no but natalie portman <laughs> was in it which i found i was like what that is weird yeah, yeah. no but um young padme very very young like zygote young wow no but um but yeah, it's it's. I've it's never one of seen movies. it. I don't think I've ever seen that. One. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's from Kurosawa, who I I don't. I know. I don't like immediately think of Kurosawa as being funny, necessarily. <laughs> no, I mean, he, like I don't know. He definitely has light moments, so on. But like, I, I don't sure. usually think of it. And and I mean, he's got basically he's got C three PO and R two D two characters. Like he's mm-hmm. got these two guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, the movie works really well. It's uh, it's you know it's definitely got adventure aspects to it that that are taken very seriously. Uh, it's really fun to kind of watch and think about like where parts of Star Wars could kind of match up to them. Like there's one scene mm-hmm. that I'm convinced could possibly be the uh, inspiration of like the trench, uh, the trench run on uh, the Death no Star. Kidding. Uh, yeah. But maybe not. And honestly, I don't really want to find out. I, <laughs> I don't really want to look I know, and find right. out what he said. I just, you know, it's more fun just pretending. But um, but I would definitely recommend that. What about you? Well, you just reminded me. I think I watched Rashomon this year. Yeah. Maybe that was last year. Anyway, yeah, if you haven't seen that, that's, that's fantastic. Man, it too. really it's is, still yeah. really, really relevant. Uh, for me, I had two. Um, one was uh, Jules and Jim, the uh, Francois Truffaut movie, which... I do think I'd seen before, but I hadn't really processed. And it's been a long time if I had. Mm-hmm. It's outstanding. Man. I loved that movie. It was really, really good. And you can see the influence of it in something like E2 Mama Tambien because it uses a narrator. And um, I think really, really effectively. It, like It's one of these movies that sort of bridges the gap between novel and film in an interesting way. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was so good so so good and you know in addition to that I think that kind of came out of actually I watched the Hitchcock Truffaut documentary that was on HBO that's fantastic too if you haven't seen that you can go down that rabbit hole but the other one the big one for me I think was actually I watched Heaven's Gate for the first time the Michael Cimino movie really that was yeah yeah, I I had seen bits and pieces never seen the whole thing I didn't I have to admit, like I did not have time to just sit down and watch all seventy-two hours of it in a row. I yeah, broke it no up doubt. over over two nights. But um, there's a lot. To, I mean, it's kind of just a staggering achievement that movie. It, it is. It is amazing to look at and, yeah. and to think about. And obviously, um, the stories behind it are almost as exciting as the movie itself. Uh, I did. There's like a six, seven part documentary that's on YouTube, and I watched that whole thing right after after watching it oh, and man. um 
yeah, it's, it's it's just one of those. Yeah, if you've kind of put off for whatever reason, uh, seek it out because it it just looks incredible. It, it it's it's hard for me to think of another movie that nails period with that much detail. Like it really, really is. Yeah, and, I, and for that, it should be applauded for the rest of of all time, if if for no other reason. Well, and I think it's it's a movie that people would avoid just from like hearing about. Oh, it's you know it was this huge bomb and it took down a studio basically, and you know so, so <laughs> a, a, a why would you want to watch it? In a lot of yeah, ways. yeah. But yeah, I mean, see, that was one that that they did screen. I remember it at at school, and I remember going into it thinking about the fact that like the, wow, this was like a huge bomb, and just walking away and feeling like man, that was great. Uh, yeah, I, I I totally agree. That's that was a great great movie. talk then about what are you still most looking forward to seeing now um that that's maybe come out this year or that's just like a you know we talked about silence is coming out in january mm-hmm. um i don't know what, what sort of topping your list of things that you still want to see uh i've heard a lot of really good things lately about manchester by the sea which was not one that was really oh, kind yeah, of on my yeah. radar but i don't know the kenneth lonergan I yeah believe. kind of the the responses have been uh I don't know, just so that I've been like, oh, maybe that's maybe that is for me. Uh, kind of want to check that out. Um, again, I was talking before about La La Land. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's one that's kind of got me. That uh, Moonlight, which is another one I keep hearing sure. about. People keep saying you got to see it. And the last one, which I haven't heard anyone talking about, but I'm <laughs> really want to see is is uh, Fences. Oh yeah, 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 Denzel. The Denzel movie, the the August Wilson right um, mm-hmm. play. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I've I've known bits of that play for a long time, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I hope it's uh, I hope it's good. I'm looking forward to that. What about you? Well, you know, I think I'm looking at my list, and there's a lot of things that we have talked about before, like Loving and Arrival. Um, for me, though, I I think. I'll pick a couple of different ones, and they're actually out now streaming. So, Neon Demon, um, the Nicholas Winding Refn movie, still really want to see that. Um, I know I got mixed reactions, but it, man, it looked kind of hypnotic and creepy and weird, and everything that I loved about like Drive and some of the stuff that he's done. Yeah, Uh, Green Room, the Jeremy um, Saunier movie, director of Blue Ruin, with. Patrick Stewart, Stewart playing, I think, a neo-Nazi mm-hmm. white, white supremacist in the South. Um, that looks, I, I've just heard, is super intense and, and kind of frightening and, and yeah. sounds like fun, right? And then uh, two others, I keep going back to, I feel like I, I really should get out and go see Allied, you know, because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just look at those trailers and think, these, this is everything that I wish Hollywood still made, like from the look of it. Yeah, I've, I've heard it's good. It did okay. Um, well, it came in and fourth. It's all, 
Sean, as you know. Yeah, exactly. Because you're doomed um, to it. Okay. Right. And these are all people that I admire extremely. So, I don't know. I think if I get out to the theaters, maybe maybe that and Star Wars will be the two movies I try to see in theaters over the break here. Um, and then another one that I think has come and gone in the independent theater, maybe still kicking around as The Handmaiden from the director of Old Boy. Um, yeah. That's the big foreign movie for me this year that I still want to see. Well, I, let's let's at least say one thing about our podcast on this list, and just say it, what what's the like looking back on it. What was the most enjoyable? Like, forget best or kind of um, well crafted or any of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, what was just the most enjoyable movie watching experience you had with one of the movies we watched and talked about on the podcast in 2016? Well, you know what, I feel a little bad saying this because I'm literally like cribbing right off your list but it was the first thing that popped in my mind too uh, it's fine and that's quest, quest for Fire Quest for Fire right that was top to bottom I mean the movie I enjoyed that movie so much <laughs> like and so much more than I thought I was going to and then yeah mm-hmm. and then the conversation was fantastic like that yeah, I feel like I that know. was I top just... to bottom the best one yeah yeah, I, and I had other movies that I liked a lot, like um, you know, why don't you play in hell? And Phoenix, we've talked about yeah, a lot, yeah, yeah. but um, and some of the documentaries. Well, I guess we only did one documentary. Anyway, yeah, there's just something about that movie that I keep thinking about. Like that is one movie that I would definitely own and yes. watch. I think like you know, it's one that you can put on, no matter where you sort of press play. And just watch it because, like, yeah, there's no dialogue and there's no, I mean, there is a narrative and a plot to it, mm-hmm. but um, it's really just about the experience of watching these kind of, uh, I mean, there's they're, uh, like three stooges, yeah, <laughs> in caveman form that haven't quite evolved yet. And uh, it, it was, it was just a, a pleasure to kind of like finally, um, be made aware of that movie. Yeah, I mean, unlike I, everybody else that's seen it a thousand times by now. <laughs> absolutely, and that, and it's one that I have I've recommended to a lot of people, and I'm cool. I'm just hoping, yeah, hoping they they check it out because, yeah, that, that was fantastic. Well, snap, man, you just made an awesome segue then because I think we should recommend let's recommend some stuff to watch after they get done opening presents and. Yeah. yeah. Do people sing carols? People don't really sing Christmas carols anymore, do they? No, because no one owns a piano it's... anymore. You have to have the piano <laughs> so you can gather around it. And it's just, yeah, nobody. So, yeah, I think that's a good idea, Sean. I, th- I think we should recommend some. Uh, I'd be interested to see uh, what you have on your list. Well, we made a small criteria for this in that it should be something that I don't think would offend anybody that is a casual moviegoer fan like so these are not like straight for the cinephile nerds out there mm-hmm. but thank you for listening because we know yes. you are um i think these are movies that you could put on that maybe yeah your uncle hasn't heard of necessarily but they're right there available and that they they might like so um i've got a couple from netflix and i got a couple from amazon prime i'm gonna start with netflix and my first one is mascots the christopher guest movie oh. that he made this year for them mm-hmm it is not a, a perfect Christopher Guest movie. I don't think it's going to supplant um, 
you're best in shows or you're waiting for Guffman or certainly not Spinal Tap. Sure. I know he didn't direct that. Calm down. Um, but it, it's really good, lighthearted fun. It, it's right in his wheelhouse. Um, the performances are great. Ed Bigley Jr. is hysterical. And it's, you know, it's got everybody in there. Parker Posey. And there's even a returning character from one of his previous films, which if you don't know about yet, I won't spoil it. So if you're a fan of his and you haven't maybe got around to watching this one, go watch Mascots over the break. That sounds like fun. What about you? What's what's your first on the, uh, from the Netflix side? Yeah, the first on the Netflix side would be uh, the White Christmas. Because it's, it's Bing uh, and, I believe, Danny Kaye. And Gloria Estefan. And, and, <laughs> and, and the wonderful Gloria <laughs> Estefan in... Uh, When's the last time you watched that movie? Last Christmas. No I kidding. literally will like watch a, the this, traditional thing. Kind of, yeah. Uh, it's it's that and and it's a wonderful life are are my go to sure. no matter what. It was on uh, two nights ago on TV. It's a wonderful yeah. life, and I'm sure it will be on nonstop. Oh no, I mean I, I have the Blu-ray of it. Like I I, I have to. Uh, okay. Locally, gotcha. uh, our AFI theater runs it every year, so they they mm-hmm. screen a print of it every year, and and we we try to go out and watch that. Uh, uh, so fantastic. I love that. And White Christmas. Now, White Christmas, keep in mind that White Christmas is not Holiday Inn, although they both have the song White Christmas in them, and they both kind of seem the Do same they? a little bit. But Holiday Inn like has this. some very objectionable parts <laughs> that you want to stay no far away from. Uh, but White like Christmas the lobby? is... is Ho- Holiday Inn, get it, huh? Hotel jokes? No, no. <laughs> That's that's not going to work. No, but okay. uh, the the Bing Crosby Danny Kay thing is is uh, pretty enjoyable. It's like uh, two guys, two war buddies who like open up a who go into show business together and open up a show business in essentially. It's basically the plot of Holiday Inn in a weird way. Just huh. they decided let's be less racist and 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 so here and more here you are yeah. To an extent, anyway. Well, uh, so yes, White yeah. Christmas is good wallpaper. I feel like during during Christmas time. Awesome. I don't know that I've ever seen that movie. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a should. Point I've, it's a, streaming on Netflix, I believe. Um, awesome. So yeah, check it out. It's a, lot, a lot of good uh, tunes and all that BS. Cool. Two uh, two quick more for me on Netflix. Uh, one was uh, Finders Keepers, uh, one of my absolute favorite movies. Period from last year. Definitely one of my favorite documentaries. Um, if you know anybody that lives in the South or has ever been to the South, (laughs) this is uh, the King of Kong style documentary that you need to watch with them. And it takes, it's a, it's basically a custody battle over one man's detached leg. And I'll say no more, but it is good. (laughs) good. It cuts a little deeper than you expect it to, but it's, it's always, um, it does so with a very positively minded slant. It doesn't, it's not making fun of anybody in this movie, and it, it's really, really fantastic. I can't say enough good things. And then I recently finally watched uh, Dear White People. I'm oh, blank yeah. on the director's name. That's another. You know what? That's a good one too. And like that is a good sort of. You know, that's not going to be for everybody, right. but um, it's actually it's it's really it is both political and, and entertaining at the same time without being heavy handed in its sort of political skew of things it definitely reminds me of like an early Spike Lee and in a good way and mm-hmm. um, yeah I think that's a good one too if you're looking for something with a little more I guess like a you know, a little more social commentary perhaps and Craig I'd be remiss if I didn't say you know you could watch Red Oaks oh, true. on Amazon Prime um, that's definitely know, a good two one two seasons are, they're sitting right there I think um, 
you'll walk away from both of them feeling good about life in general. Um, you'll have had a fun experience with some laughs, maybe a couple tears, mm. cries. It will remind you a lot of the holidays themselves, I think is what I'm trying to say, but without those heavy holiday blues. Right. You know, that's that's a good point, Sean. Uh, you don't want the heavy holiday blues. And uh, a couple uh, of my other picks, uh, since we you skipped on over to Amazon, I'll point out that uh, Gremlins is streaming over there, which that's is right. always a pretty fantastic Christmas movie. Sure. Uh, that, that the whole family can enjoy. Um, but the other one I'll throw out there isn't Christmas at all, but... Um, I loved it. I watched it earlier this year. I loved it. It's the Get Down on Netflix. It's not going to be. It might not be wallpaper. You put that on, you might end up like watching this thing for twelve hours or however long it was. But it is. Uh, That's okay too. I, I really, really like this uh, show this year, and um, that'd be my other recommend. Yeah, I, I gotta sit down and watch that. Um, it looks so terrific. Yeah. And uh, as we found out in a recent podcast. Michael Dinner, the director of Heaven Help Us, did an episode. Yeah. I still can't make that connection in my head, so I'm dying to see it for that reason alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, last one for me, and this will be the pick for all you uh, major movie nerds out there. De Palma, the documentary yeah, on the man, the myth, that. the legend, is now streaming on Amazon Prime. So if you have not sat down and watched that yet, um, there are definitely worse ways that you could spend an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. um, if you're a fan in the slightest, I think you'll enjoy this. It it gets into the weeds, and um, yeah, he's he's a really interesting person to listen to. I gotta watch that. That's that's for me. That was just for me, wasn't it, Sean? I think it okay. was. I think it says like there's a little asterisk underneath it on Amazon that says <laughs> eh, this is really for Craig. That makes sense. Yeah, it's 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 been a good year. I think it's been fun. Um, I think we're just we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> don't expect any huge changes from us no. um you know if you want to to look at some of the stuff that we've linked to and listen to these past episodes and uh help out some of the filmmakers that we've had on by either going watching their movies or buying their movies or like megan griffiths and, and her film sadie um you can support financially that would be the best gift i think either of us could receive short of um a check. Uh, I can yeah, sure. A check. A check yeah. Really. <laughs> I would have no problem with that. But uh, Which you can make to cash. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Just leave it blank. No, but um, I think that's it. You know, we've, we we cracked, I think, today 100 followers on Instagram. That's, oh. I mean, that's fun. It turns out, Craig, if you just put hashtag nerd in every post that you make, <laughs> people come like it. Uh -oh. I don't care. That's, that's fine. Nice. Thank you for liking yeah, it. Yeah, no, and, I won't complain. You know, yeah, we we just do this stuff because it's it's fun and we enjoy it, and so um, yeah, we'll keep on keeping on. Indeed. Speaking of keeping on, Sean, should we talk about what's going to happen next year? I think we should because yeah, we're going to do the very first episode is going to be a little bit different, and um, it kind of falls in line with what we've been talking about tonight, though. And why don't you set this up because you mentioned this movie to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I agreed. I think it was time that we, we knocked this one off the list. Right. Well, yeah, a, a part of the thought was, should we, should we uh, every now and again, should we be watching a movie that uh, we definitely should have seen and we've definitely heard of? You know, try, trying to dig deep and find the most criminally not seen movies by the both of us. So every now mm -hmm. and again, we'll hit one that's a classic or considered to be a classic anyway that we haven't seen. And so 
so I suggested In the Heat of the Night, uh, which we both haven't seen. It's on AFI's list. It's on actually tons of lists as well. Uh, it probably should be uh, for as much as I've heard about it. Um, mm-hmm. If you've ever read the book uh, Pictures at a Revolution, they talk about In the Heat of the Night a good bit. And if you uh, haven't read that, definitely check it out from your local library. It's really good. But anyway, so the idea is we're going to watch In the Heat of the Night. We're going to talk about it. Hopefully, maybe it's one you've already seen. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you uh, can check it out hopefully before January 4th when that episode will drop. It feels like this one is a little topical and sure. it's the right time to to finally um, correct this egregious error on our part by not having seen this movie. So, yeah, we'll check it out. We, we're we not going to do this every time. I'm excited to get back to your suggestions and get back Absolutely. into trying to stump you, Craig Moorhead, <laughs> with some of these movies that I've heard of. Which, you know, it's going to be tough. It will be. But um, we'll find some good ones that are kind of way off the beaten path. But um, yeah, it feels like this would be a fun way to kickstart the year. Hopefully you can check this movie out if you haven't seen it in a while. Um, and join right in the discussion with us. So that would be fun. Absolutely. Feel free to talk to your iPod machine. Um, <laughs> you know, whatever uh, whatever makes you feel at home. Your click wheels. Talk <laughs> yeah, to your click wheels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whew. With that said, um, yeah, I think it's, it, all we can say now is just uh, good night and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Uh.